The following is rated S for spoilers. Well, then, if it's color we need, let's bring the rainbow. Bring the rainbow? Is that a catchphrase or something? She's only been a Thor for a minute. I mean, saving lives, she's quite good at, but the rest of it, she needs work. How many catchphrases have there been? A lot. Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My name is Graham. And today we are talking Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, I think it was a waste opportunity to not call it Thor. Thor, Thor. Oh, Thor. Four. Like, like, like T4. Like four. T4. Four. I don't know. I don't know how you would spell that. TH4. I mean, or you could just spell Thor with a U. T-H-O-U-R. Thor. That is, you could also do that. <laughs> Thor 4. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the fourth Thor film. Yeah. Directed by Taika Waititi, written by Taika Waititi and Jennifer Caton <laughs> Robinson, starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, and Taika Waititi. Dude, that man's low-key a genius. Uh, yeah, he's a... Uh, he's something, man. He, he's doing some things. Uh, released July 8th, 2000, 2022. I, yeah. I threw myself off there. I started saying the thousand, and I was... <laughs> confused uh estimated budget of 250 million and it's estimated to make 77.6 million this weekend uh, not bad not too bad no uh critical reception uh rotten tomatoes has a 68 percent critic score and 83 percent audience score okay a 7.1 on imdb and a 3.4 out of 5 on letterboxd now here's a, here's yeah. here's something interesting okay. so i copied our note formats uh from I, I happened to just click Rescue Rangers and copy it from, from that format. Okay. And so as I was filling this in, uh, the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes was very different. Uh, same audience score. And for IMDb and Letterboxd, this movie was a tenth of a point lower than Rescue Rangers, which I thought was Whoa. an interesting... That, <laughs> interesting is, that is interesting. Take that, take that as you will. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. They don't really matter, but like... No. It, yeah, that's just... I just thought it was interesting as I was filling that out. Graham, what were your thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder? We saw this separately. We haven't talked about the movie at all. Yeah, I j- literally just got out of seeing it. Um, I liked it more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. honestly. I This movie, I, was, I, I don't know if it was just like a bit of like maybe Marvel burnout. Like I know that can't actually happen but, or something. I don't know. I just like all the trailers, like the excitement for it, the hype for it, like wasn't there mm-hmm. compared to movies of the past. And so I was like, obviously I was going to go see it like, I'm going to go see it, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I really did. I thought it was fun. It was just whack in a lot of times, but I just, yeah, I think that's how it, the, this movie's whack. Like not in a bad way. It's just like, that's a, that's a good word. For yeah. It. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just Taika Waititi <laughs> in general. He's just, yeah. he's a wacky dude. Uh, apparently, so. I don't know if this is true or not. I can't, I couldn't tell if it was a joke, but in an interview, I think it was Chris Hemsworth said that, uh, Taiko Atiti may or may not be the the scream sound for the goats. Oh, I believe that. That, that may 100%. actually be Taiko Atiti. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think I kind of same as you. Like, especially when that first trailer dropped, I wasn't particularly excited. Yeah. Uh, I I'm in the minority. I didn't. I think Thor Ragnarok is good. I don't think it's. I don't love it as much as everybody else yeah. does. Um, I really like the comic book Thor that is like just big and he like he's he's a king and he's stoic and he's not an idiot and like he still has lots of funny moments but those funny moments yeah. are because he's an idiot a god or, not, not no, because no, he's yeah. he, he's okay. smart I mean he's literally the king of Asgard like right. he's an intelligent being but like he can't relate to mm-hmm. some dude on the street when he's like the god of Thunder, right. King of Asgard, like that's where his humor comes from in the comics. And this, they just kind of made him a goof. Like, yeah, he's kind of an idiot. He did spend a lot of time with the Guardians, so I he did. Th- but I mean, he was like that in Ragnarok yeah, too. No, uh, yeah. That is true. What did you think about? Uh, did you like the use of the Guardians in this movie? Was it not enough for you? It, I thought it was plenty. Yeah, um, I don't think I would have. Honestly, I don't think I would have ever asked for like mm-hmm. more. Um, I mean, r- really, it was just a decent filler, just kind of explaining what's going on or what's been going on. But to be honest, I, I almost just wish they weren't there at yeah. all. I feel like the saying the Guardians are going to be with Thor was very much a let's get butts and seats kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, I honestly, they had more screen time I thought they would. 
Like really? I really thought it was going to be like kind of like in the trailer how uh, Korg's given just like the little flashback story of him like oh he's riding through the galaxy. I thought we were just going to get a montage of like the Guardians of Thor. But no, it was like actually like they were in the ship all like arguing and figuring out stuff with the goats. They were like on the battlefield like fighting together. Like we saw way more I feel like of Mantis than we did in any other movie and she was in this movie for like three minutes. I don't know why. For some reason she just really stood out and I was like <laughs> she's actually here. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, I was just like really surprised that we got as much of the Guardians that we did. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, let's just get into the fact that like a lot of this is has lots of mixed reviews. Uh, a lot of a lot of I want to say some people love it, mm-hmm. and I think most people are just kind of like meh. Yeah. And then there's a, a a very loud group that dislikes this movie. Um, and I feel like in reading reviews and things, I've, it seems like a, some of those thoughts are that um, Thor is, they just keep reinventing Thor over and over and over again. Like he keps going through the same kind of journey. Um, and on a service level, I guess he's always trying to find himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it's always in different ways, right? Like in Ragnarok, he's trying to figure out like, who is he without his hammer? That's right. his whole identity. Or like in Endgame, he's like, how do I deal with like right. everyone, everyone I know and love has been murdered, which I thought was a great way. Like in that like little uh, monologue, from yeah. Korg, just like See, he's lost a bit. He, he's lost <laughs> a lot. Actually, he lost his dad. He lost him. He just go through everything. That guy. And that, that guy. guy. <laughs> uh, I, I also love about this movie that they brought back Sif. Uh, yeah. That's the that thing with Ragnarok. I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the actress was pregnant or something. Okay. Uh, so she's doing other things. I think. Yeah. I, I may be making that up. Uh, but yeah, I was always, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they act like, yeah, no, that was cool. Especially to see her too. Like at the end, like she, she's there. We, we know she's there. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's get into, I don't know, the, the, the big headline for this movie, the mighty Thor, Natalie Portman making a return. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts on, Dude, she was just a beast, honestly. Yeah. Like, I was like, one, Natalie Portman's great, honestly. I th- I think, like, I don't, honestly, I don't think I've watched a lot of her movies, not gonna lie. I don't think, I can't recall much besides, besides, besides Star Wars and Thor. Thor. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> what about the first two floors? Wait, what do you mean? She was in the first two Yeah, floors. no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you just said Thor 4, like, no, that was it. Okay. 4, or whatever. No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I've, like, yeah, I've obviously I saw those, but. Um, no, I thought she did great, man. She mm-hmm. obviously looked like crap, man. She played that cancer part real well. That was crazy. And then switch back and forth. Also, she was absolutely jacked, dude. Like, I mm-hmm. honestly couldn't tell. Like, I heard she like jacked up a little bit for this movie, but like, I didn't, I caught, I honestly was like, is that like special effects? Or uh-huh. is that like her? I think it was actually her. And I was like, that's dope. Like I didn't, I didn't realize it until I saw an interview with her, uh, but technically, whenever she turns into Thor, like she's supposed to be six feet tall, and Natalie Portman's five three. Yeah, and she's, she's standing short. next to Chris Hemsworth, who's like, like well over six yeah. foot. Um, but like, and I realized like after uh, thinking about it, like yeah, like they kind of walk, like she's like shoulder, above shoulder. his shoulder, like a little bit. And I guess what they would do is they would literally put her on platforms. They figure out where she was gonna walk, <laughs> and so there there are times where like everyone else is walking, but she stands still because she doesn't have anywhere to move because she's supposed to be really tall dude so she has to like stand on this platform that's which i think is hilarious yeah uh yeah and in general i think they were very creative with how like they did stuff with her uh one thing that did bother me was uh her helmet i don't think actually exists i'm pretty sure it was all cgi and i noticed it like every time like it just well i was i was wondering quite right uh, it, it sounded seemed looked like just the way it was coming on and off like i that wasn't like I just didn't feel like a, a Thor thing, you know. Like that felt like more like nanotech style, like something like you'd see in like Black Panther, like Iron Man hat version. Like I don't know. I thought it was like a weird mix of her just being able to, yeah, like throw it on and off. But then like Thor struggling to take his helmet off, I thought it was super funny. But I just, yeah, no, I liked her. I liked her. I, like her fit, her like whole on suit and everything was dope. Mm-hmm. Molnir was awesome. Like when a dude. When when she threw it and it split into all the pieces, my jaw dropped for like thirty seconds. Yeah, I was just like, like they showed that in the trailer, and I knew that was going to happen. Oh, but really? that see, first I, time, I only they, saw the first trailer, so I didn't. Oh, you didn't see it break off. You I, didn't know, I that. didn't know that was going to happen. Wow. So I, I lost my mind. I was yeah. Afraid. Oh shoot. Yeah, I knew it was going to like split off, or it was everyone. Yeah, I saw that part in the the trailer. But dude, even just the first time it did it, it was just like, it was dude. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
one one thing I wish we could have gotten more of was Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth together. Yeah, uh, th- the one the one quick little like moment where they were bantering and yeah. she's like, "Hey, is this gonna be a thing." Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I just loved that. Like the yeah. two of them, like, I loved her in Ragnarok. She was awesome mm-hmm. in this. Honestly, I never saw Men in Black, but you know the two of them working together in that. Oh, I forgot that about that. Movie. Yeah, I never uh, saw that one. I never saw the original Men in Black either. But okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get there. I'll sure. get there. I mean, <laughs> okay. I've only had twenty plus years. We're fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll Everything's get there. fine. Um, yeah, I, I wish we got more Tessa Thompson. I I really like Valkyrie. Uh, yeah, it did bother me that they like her name is like Valkyrie, but she's technically. She is a, a Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I like, it was cute. You like called her Val and stuff. Like she just like yeah. kind of a, embraced it. And like she's right. King Valkyrie. And I was like, that's yeah. Not gonna lie. I thought she was gone for a minute during that scene. And yeah, I was like, wow, they just that. took her out. I was like, they just took her out. I feel like they, everyone kind of died. Died at some point. Sav yes. pushed their limits. At, I mean, yeah. yeah like Korg, whenever Korg Bro, went to the ground, <laughs> my theater went silent. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it yeah. was terrifying. Like, oh, that was, he was, and he was, he was just a face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really funny. No, I liked that a lot. I don't know. It was funny, but like, I didn't feel like there were any, I was never worried for anybody. Um, See, that's the thing. That's what got me, though, is I wasn't worried about anyone. And then in that battle, everyone's going and going. And I didn't realize he stabbed her with the bull. I thought he just like straight gutted her with the sword. And I was like, wow, he just like, he just obliterated her. Like, he just mm-hmm. took her out. So that's why I was a little caught off guard because I was like, I didn't expect anyone to really like die here but mm-hmm. okay but no and then it's yeah. yeah and i don't know i knew i knew that one of the two thors were gonna die just oh, with the yeah. way they were setting things up i thought it was gonna be chris hemsworth because uh, i did not think that they would uh, go thor five <laughs> well i didn't think they'd go the comic book route five. Um, the mighty thor does die and then odin like puts her in the star so she can live forever and she can kind of come down and help whenever mm-hmm. uh i don't know i thought they were gonna Natalie Portman's an incredible actor and actress. Yeah. Same thing. That's sad. I know, I know. Um, and just, I don't know. I feel like having a badass female character is kind of the direction that they're trying to go in. And mm-hmm. I thought, I'm going to say one, like of what we've seen in TV and entertainment and movies for a strong female lead. She was done really well. Mm-hmm. Same with Valkyrie too. I, th- I feel like they always did her well too, but like, I just feel like we never got that weird, like, like, just, I, I just honestly, I just mistake, or like, even, I would have loved to have, like, even more like Valkyrie and Jane Foster, like, would even just a little conversation, just a dynamic and they just like clean through it away. I was like, dang, I, I was would like, love, look at you two. I would love a Falcon the Winter Soldier, like, buddy cop type of show Bro, with those two. Like, that would be so good. Uh, and I don't know. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because I feel like the whole point of the second post credit scene was saying, hey, like, Here's where here's where she's at. She's in the afterlife, whatever mm-hmm. that means. So, yeah, we can say magic and bring her back whenever. Right. Um, or Heimdall will just open something up and send her back. Or, right. Uh, and not gonna lie, I kind of wish. I can't think of his name. Russell Crowe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I. I yeah. I thought he was gonna be better. <laughs> yeah, Russell Crowe was a. I mean. It was still Russell Crowe, but like I think he was trying to do a Greek accent. It was very yeah. odd and distracting. I didn't, I didn't like any of it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he could have just been like a deep, loud, controlling voice instead of just like he was just kind of like a nut job. Honestly, well, I think that was the point. It was like some Hugh Hefner, like Zeus daddy guy. I don't know. He was wild. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think the point was just to make Zeus like just completely ridiculous mm-hmm. because just because he's supposed to be Zeus, right? And so. I don't know. I think that was the point. Okay. Uh, I yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. I I understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. Uh yeah. I I was very disappointed cuz Russell Crowe was like one of the big names going into the everyone was throwing out there. Right. Uh yeah. yeah. A little little disappointing. Um Christian Bale though on wow. the other end. Uh Gore very much could have been another Malekith, like just some yeah. white alien dude who wants to destroy everything for some reason uh like a very in, and i don't know the writing was fine around him it was better than right. malekith but like christian bale's performance made that so memorable he was outstanding bro mm-hmm. he, he was like genuinely terrifying at some yeah. spots he just had like that 
I don't want to compare. It's not a comparison, I guess, in this, but it's just some like weird Joker vibe, like to him. Honestly, the way he would just like, like when he was like terrifying the kids or whatever, and they just like kind of like laugh and chuckle, and then just get like dark and serious, and then they just mm-hmm. get like, I, I was like, what the hell? Like it was, mm-hmm. it was. He was so good. He played that character so well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, but like, no, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it was a fantastic job, and I love how like gore, like the whole whole opening sequence. I feel like. uh is very reminiscent of how a lot of people uh, like view religion. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that kind of journey. Oh yeah. Of like, I don't know, like giving your life, like, right. And then something goes wrong and it's like, well, now what, like, what am I even, what, what is this? What's is this purpose? real? What's yeah. My, what's yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was a really clever way to like give him his purpose and meaning of, well, just, just to make this, more real to make people relate to him um in some way like you know yeah. if you don't relate to him like you can still still imagine you, what he's you going through. understand what like yeah because you've seen people who've done gone through the same thing right. if that makes sense so like uh, i don't know i thought that was a really clever way to tie it into the real world with mm-hmm. something just so ridiculous and out there like this yeah uh i don't know i, re- I really liked how they handled that aspect of things mm-hmm. also just like one thing we've talked about, like with Doctor Strange, for example, um, like w- w- how do you make the stakes bigger? Right. And I liked that, like the whole plot of this movie is we have to go save these kids. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it wasn't, the world wasn't going to end. If yeah. we succeeded, like honestly, the world would have kept turning. Right. Nothing incredibly bad would have happened, mm-hmm. but like it was still. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wanted and I wanted to like see them like save the, the kids because dude and those kids went kids off, is, bro. Is good, that, that was, was I was completely unexpected. That was super unexpected, completely out of pocket. I mean, it was it was dope though. Yeah, it was so funny. When he gave those kids little powers, and I was like, this man just lit those kids up. Mm-hmm. Like they are going off, and they just went ham, dude. They didn't mm-hmm. give an f. Those kids had their own sequence of just whatever the whatever. They just did what they wanted to do. That was wild. Yeah, they had a. Like Tyka's kids were in there. Uh, I heard that Natalie Natalie's Portman's yep. kids were there. Thor's kids were in there. Like, uh, well, no. So Chris Hemsworth's sons both played uh, like the different the different ages, ages of Thor, Thor. right? Uh, but his daughter actually plays Love. Ah, oh. which makes that whole scene like because especially after I learned that I learned that before the second time I Damn. saw it. And, like watching the sequence again, I was like, this feels a little. This more. feels like genuine. Yeah, uh, which is cool. That's so sick. And she's going to most likely, I'm assuming she's in going to be in a lot more coming up. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried that she is just going to be a, we need to explain this thing or we need something to like trigger this other thing and like cosmic universe. So we're just going to like set her up and she's going to be around. And then when we need her, she's going to show up for five minutes, do her thing. And then Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, I, just, I just feel like you're explaining her because she's useless unless you need her for like five minutes and i also hate captain marvel but that's besides the point you know what <laughs> i will not stand for this hatred for captain marvel i've i've said it time and time again whole point of that movie is that she's emotionless and is a not a great person no, i know and i know that and they I shot just... endgame before met captain marvel even had a script so they couldn't do much with yeah. her. That's why she's in there yeah. for two seconds and then leaves and then comes back at the end. I think redemption for Carol Danvers and maybe uh, the end of Miss Marvel. Probably not, but definitely. I haven't in, seen this week's Marvels. You should. Yeah, I need to. Um, Dude, honestly, I thought that was that was that was so cute. At the end, it's Cork finishing out the story, and he's just, yeah, love and thunder. And I was like, oh, damn. I was like, yeah, like that would fit so See, well. I was kind of just like, I was on board, you know, like Natalie Portman mm-hmm. died and everything, like yeah. all the way up till there. And then, yeah, and then like Thor's a dad all of a sudden. Well, I thought like, I took I this th- as like, she's just going to be a kid at New Asgard. She's going to run around with Valkyrie. She's going to train. She's going to be there. Kind of like, kind of like a uh, American Chavez mm-hmm. going to, you know, being with what's his right. butt, all of them, like she just, she's just there, but she's not like under someone's like direct protection. This is some like, yeah, like full house style dudes picking up the kid and they're living life. Like this My is, thing their, is like, I was like, whoa, why are you just like, 
Love and Thunder, and then like you show the t- like I don't know that was yeah. dumb. I, I I just like I don't know. I was on board, and then that last scene, I it yeah. just tanked for me. Also, I was like, just curious, ridiculous. what is she? Uh, that's a fantastic question. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about it in our next segment yeah. too, uh, more in depth. I just think uh, Marvel's kind of screwed up in that regard. Um, I don't know what to say. They screwed up. They've just there's an expectation that has been set that everything needs to be about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this I this was a true just like solo film, mm-hmm. um, almost like Moon Knight to be honest. Like mm-hmm. other than the Guardians being there at the beginning, this has nothing to do with the greater MCU. It's just right. carrying it's on just Thor's a, story. Yeah, and, it's true. Literally just him, and I'm cool with that. And yeah, on a this was like 20 minutes ago, but like back to the reasons why people don't like this movie. A lot of people are complaining that they thought it was going to be massive a guy that i saw it with said like he's like i liked it but i'm a little like disappointed because i was expecting like something big to happen like a top three movie kind not of top solid. three like thanos was going to show up or like something well we'd get something, something in yeah. this grand narrative was going to be revealed he's like how does this fit in with everything and it fits in because it's thor like yeah. that's just that's the connection yeah th- that's how comic books work um yeah Speaking of, uh, I thought this was, and maybe it's just me, but like I, this felt like w- this is one of the few Marvel movies in a long time that have felt like a comic book. Um, I said it a little bit about Doctor Strange; like there were lots of moments that were very comic yeah. booky, and I I said in that episode that like I want more of that. And this, mm-hmm. for some reason, just something about this felt like a comic book to mm-hmm. me, uh, especially with the way that you know all of the things were the way that like they moved stages and everything just felt like issues of comics. Yeah. You have your opening and then you have uh, omnipotent city. Just like that was like an issue of a story. Uh, I really liked the shadow realm sequence. I thought that was visually really stunning. Yeah. When they pulled up and everything went black and white, I was like, bro, (laughs) I was like, that's going to get real. Like, that's so cool. That was done really well. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, But I was like, in the same regard, like, I mean, like, from like the very comic accurate costumes that they just threw in Thor had like, what, like three or four different. Yeah. Yeah. Like his black suit. Yeah. There's like traditional one at one point. He had like the, the red, blue and gold, like the big one. Like he, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was just cycling through outfits like nothing. And I was like, that's so dope. But yeah, seeing all that, like it was, yeah, it was really, really fun to watch visually. Can we talk about this, uh, this new obsession with heroes in the third act getting a black and gold suit? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's been I, a trend I, recently. I, and he, I, I, like he turned on, I was like, "Whoa, that looks cool." I was like, but Spider Man. That <laughs> looks like every other suit that every other hero has had at the end of their movie in the last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just I would I caught my attention immediately. Yeah. Um, I do have to give a solid applause to Brad Pitt. Absolutely crushed it. You mean Matt Damon? Matt Damon? Wow, I messed that up. Real bad. I don't <laughs> know really why did. I was thinking Brad Pitt, but yeah. I completely forgot about that. And yeah. when he showed up on screen, my entire theater the first night lost their mind. We yeah. were all just like, Everyone yes. was laughing in my theater. That's the thing. I didn't have like a crazy theater, really. Mm-hmm. I, I had a bad experience. I was right up front, which was tough, but no, like it was, everyone was pretty, literally, yeah, dude, it was bad. Throw so back to episode. We were, I was literally farthest right chair. Second row from the front. At least this time it was an IMAX, though. I feel like it's yeah. it's better with it not. Oh no, definitely because I'm a little I'm able to uh-huh. get a little more of a yeah. But I I thought it was great too though when they when they came in and they were like, "This is a great setup for a, for like another one. We got to mm-hmm. get this going. Like we got to start." And then she walks away. He's like, "Bro, I didn't hear a no." And I was like, "That's that's like literally us." <laughs> I thought I I did think it went on a little too long. Uh, cause I think with Ragnarok, it made sense. Cause it was just like, Hey, here's a really quick recap of, mm-hmm. of the, the last time that Thor has seen Loki and like that made sense there. Yeah. But this, you already had Korg like giving his, his monologues. He gave three, which it was Taika Waititi as Thor, uh, not as Korg. Yeah. So like it was very entertaining. So I'll oh, give yeah. it a pass, but normally like three monologues to like you know just give exposition like that direction yeah. like montages i was like okay normally i would i would give that lazy writing but yeah i was okay with it's like but like i don't know i i didn't need to see that mm-hmm. thor's hammer was destroyed or right i don't know i i i, I loved it because it was hilarious but also mm-hmm. like on the other hand 
it was really long and unnecessary. Right. Yeah. I do have a question that I just thought of. I don't know why. I have an answer. Did they just answer that that long time question where if you put Thor's hammer in an elevator, will it go up or down? Because it seemed to me like they just dug the ground out around the hammer. No, no. The question wasn't will it go up or down. The question is, is it worthy? Because obviously, like, yeah, like obviously, if you just pick up the ground, then the hammer doesn't move. But like, you can't move the hammer from the ground. Right. right. So you can't pick it up. So does that if the ground can lift it, then does that mean that the ground is worthy of wielding Mjolnir? I think no, because it's not actually actually wielding right. it. But that's fair. That's fair. I just thought that when they like had like the dome, which I thought, oh, which I thought was dope, it was just like a little centerpiece thing. Yeah, so was I was beautiful. like, that's also like tragic, bro. Bro just walks past his. Like, I mean, obviously he's got Stormbreaker, but I thought that was super a Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I saw red whatever where it, it's it's part of Groot, so it's got feelings. Everyone's like, yeah, he's gonna be salty, bro. That Mjolnir's back, and I was like, that is that's funny. No, yeah, it was yeah. super creative. I yeah. That, that like really sold like the rom-com vibe too like it's <laughs> like sure you have like jane and thor doing their thing but like yeah having like the ex-girlfriends and stuff the ex-weapon quote, yeah quote unquote like that just like really especially in an action movie like yeah gave it the rom-com vibe that i think taika was going for yeah uh we're gonna talk more about rom-coms and genres and marvel movies when we come back uh and as we asked ourselves the question so can marvel win back their audience uh because quite frankly uh, a lot of people are getting a little fatigued they didn't like this movie they're calling it lazy um obviously we we have pretty much nothing but praise for it but, oh for sure uh in general marvel's very 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 large audience uh is not entirely thrilled so when we come back from the break we're going to talk more about that and dive deeper so we'll see you in a second We are back. We're back. Talking Thor, Love and Thunder still. Four. Four? Four. Uh, Graham, we were talking during the break. Uh, we mentioned the second post credit scene, but we didn't mention the first one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you've been very vocal about your, your, your love for Ted Lasso. Yeah, that was the best show ever, and I got a really fun surprise. It was a good mm-hmm. surprise. It definitely caught me off guard because I was a little upset because I heard a different rumor that I was really banking on. But uh, we saw that uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy in Ted Lasso, is Hercules in the MCU. Uh-huh. And during that credit scene, yeah, Zeus like introduces him, and they're going to get revenge on the world and scare him back into like believing in gods or whatever, needing gods or whatever. So I'm excited how that play out, how that will play out. Because I mean, here here's the thing with these post credit scenes. Yeah. I have zero faith that they're actually going to happen. What do you mean? Doctor Strange, for example. Just because that's the most recent one in memory. Yeah. Doctor Strange ends with Mordo being like, no more sorcerers. <laughs> and so he just never followed up on that, ever. Because Technically they did, but they never gave it to us. So they didn't, but they... It, it, we never actually yeah. got, got it. I don't know. I feel like Spider-Man's the only one with post-credit scenes that actually... like. Advanced, yeah, that I can like remember. I mean, you have all, all like the th- all the Thanos ones leading up to I right. Mean, you have those, like you that have stuff that's building ones. up like a great narrative. But I'm talking right. like from like just a random from solo film to solo film, like that kind of stuff is just yeah. I, I don't know. I I think this though, like, I take it with a grain of salt. Here's the thing though: I feel like if they weren't trying to set up all like Hercules and like mm-hmm. this next set, they wouldn't have had the whole. Right. Well, and and I, I said yeah. that the, a thought just occurred to me. Uh, I take back everything I just said um, because I forgot uh, the Thunderbolts mm-hmm. are being formed. Yeah, and Hercules could be the quote unquote evil version of Thor, or the oh, the shoot. ultimate version of Thor for a Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers team. Okay. Um, technically, here's the thing. Yeah, I like Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I think Brett Goldstein's. A surprisingly great actor, considering he has zero experience before Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, really, I did not know that. Yeah, he he, he was like a writer at a 
mediocre like stand up comic. Wow, um, good for him. Uh, Dang, he took off. Here, dude, dude looks great for like a European s- football player. <laughs> I know for Hercules, <laughs> I was like, uh. like especially the second time, like I was like, because I was expecting it. Because I mean, he hits quick. It's only yeah. like, two or three seconds yeah. that he's there. I was screen. like looking at the suit and like checking him out, and then I caught his face, and I was like, because he doesn't like say anything. And the only word I'm really used to hearing from Roy is. So I was like, okay, and I glanced up, and I was like, yo, and I looked over at Lizzie, and I was like, bro, she's like, I, I know, and I was like, I know, and we just like freaked out. She was like, the same time I saw it, like, I saw like his, his chest, because like, I mean, Hercules, the comic version of Hercules just kind of wears like right. a loincloth and like kind of suspenders type yeah. of thing. There's no way that's his actual chest. I, I do not believe that he huh? has like that much like girth and like muscle. Well, unless, I bet he jacked unless, up. I he mean, probably he, jacked up. Yeah, he... I mean, for, for a five second cameo though, I don't know. Maybe they're filming more. Maybe I don't know. I I just I I I mean, I know he's done filming like Ted Lasso season three, so like he's got nothing else. Oh, I mean, he? yeah. I mean, that finished rap. I that wrapped. I think a few months ago. I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm just I. Here's like, I, I have faith because Marvel has not let me down any other time with right, their casting choices. Right. RDJ was a very strange casting choice at the time. At him. Yeah, uh, but th- this might be. That might be like the strangest casting choice, in in in, in, in like, my in my opinion. I I heard the rumors of you know he was in the talks with projects. He he was working with Marvel potentially, and a lot of people saw him as the potential like Doctor Doom. No. And I was like, bro, you don't think he would have been a good Doom? No, really, no, bro. I could see it one hundred percent. No, really, <laughs> no, bro. I yeah, I was. That's I was what never I on that camp. Really. Yeah, I don't know. Until we see Doom, uh, I just don't. I don't care. I'm tired of speculating. But you know what? This is a perfect segue. Yeah. Into into our topic of you know asking the question: Can Marvel win back its audience? Because a lot of people are getting a little burnt out. Um, yeah. And uh, like one one of the things I've said to a lot of people that I've I that I've, I've I saw the movie with was I feel like this this one especially. Uh, is kind of like the quintessential marker of are you getting Marvel fatigue? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize this until I was kind of looking at the numbers. Uh, this is the 29th MCU movie. So uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a, that is a ton. That is so many movies. But here's 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 the thing. Wow. In the last 365-ish days, I don't remember the exact date that Black Widow came out, um, but in the last year-ish... It was like a May. I had like a May or June. No, it, it was July. Was it July? It was definitely July. Because uh, I, yeah, it was definitely July. Um, in the last year, there have been six Marvel movies. Wow, you're really going to look look it up and, <laughs> and, and try to prove me wrong, aren't you? And you're going to be embarrassed <laughs> because it came out dude, July it's 9th. it's not on Google, dude. <laughs> okay, That's so yeah. crazy. So, so <laughs> as, as of this movie coming out, yeah. literally in the past 365 days, six Marvel movies have come out. And f- there have been five TV shows on top of that. Uh, if, if, if you include Loki, because Loki was wrapping up at this point. So That's fair. Four and a half-ish. So you've had, we've had 11 MCU projects wow. in the past 365 days. That's insane. Remember when we were mind-blown that like Marvel was going to release three movies like in a single year? Yeah, <laughs> where you still look at like, the three, four-year time chart, like timeline of what they would release. And it was like three or four movies <laughs> yes Gosh. there have been 11 marvel projects and quite frankly like when you especially with the shows they don't other than wandavision there we haven't seen a whole lot of tie-in with, tie with anything yeah. uh i did see that captain america 4 is uh has a director uh now so like, we're getting we'll get kind something. of a sequel to that <laughs> and we're uh, i don't know loki's probably going to tie into at least quantum mania somehow um yeah so like yeah i don't know there's a lot of stuff going on but there's not any payoff when a lot of these fans got on board because infinity ward Endgame mm-hmm. were these massive events uh and see that's what i'm worried like that's what i've always like recently been like like we had little things to work up to mm-hmm. coming with phase one through like four or three really all the way through and then that all led up to in-game i feel like though with like phase four and on they're just doing like Here's a bunch of things that's going to lead to an end game. Not like 
here's your Avengers, here's Avengers 1, and then Mm -hmm. here's the mix of everything, here's Avengers 2, and, like, giving us those segues into Endgame, this just feels like, I mean, at this point, everyone's like, dude, Secret Wars, like, that's the thing. Give us something for, like, we need, like, a a break in between, because honestly, at this point, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's what they're kind of gunning for. Right, well, and I don't know, I don't, I was also, like, a literal child when the Avengers came out, Um, but, like, I just feel like, in the beginning of the MCU, like Avengers was the goal, right? Mm-hmm. It was always let's let's build up Phase One, and then after that, it 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 started to evolve and like right. okay, let's build up these Infinity Stones, and now we can. It was a very very slow burn. We didn't no nothing was going anywhere until right. Avengers. Um, given that was five movies, uh, we are now eleven projects Gosh. into Phase Four, um, into Phase Four alone. Yes, and I think, I mean, people are going to get burned out, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if you are expecting something great from, or something, you know, to be, if you're expecting this to be a TV show, mm-hmm. which quite frankly, I think is an over dramatic way of saying that people are, I think, I think it's an over dramatic version of how people are thinking. Uh, I don't think they're expecting to be a TV show, but I feel like that's the mindset that people are approaching the MCU with right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You're going to be disappointed Mm because it's not, it's not what it is. It's all just, it's a universe. It's not just a single story, but uh, I don't know. Marvel's definitely losing its audience. Uh, It's, I mean, it's keeping up to par this opening weekend, um, but it's, it's Taika Waititi's Thor, so a lot of people are who aren't massive MCU fans are right. still going to come in and see it. Uh, I'm curious to see what next week's drop off is going to be. I think it'll be pretty large. Unfortunately, I, I mean, think I think it's I think it's going to make its ground. money back. I, I'm just yeah. I'm just curious what the percentage of the drop is going to be. Because um, yeah, I mean, it's still going to do great at the box yeah. office. Um, honestly, I'll probably see it at least another time yeah. in the next week if I'm. Being honest with myself, not because I loved it that much, just because like it's it's just, it's just gonna happen. No, bro, we gotta go see Minions, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, taking everything in me not to kick you off the podcast again. Um, but anyway, it's gotta uh, happen like once a week. It's fine. It, ha- it has to happen. It hasn't happened in a while. You've been really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> uh, there are some things that I think that Marvel can do to kind of win their audience back yeah uh obvious one like give us something big right like give us another thanos whether it be doom or galactus or right whatever um but that's too easy mm-hmm. i i will not settle for simple answers that would make our hour-long podcast end in two seconds so we're gonna we're, we're gonna dive real deep here okay all right but so number one and this will kind of this reason I said that this was a great segue earlier, um, fan castings yeah. or, or just in general, what the fans want, right? Like, uh, Feige has gone on record or it wasn't Feige that said it. Uh, Sam Raimi said that Feige cast John Krasinski as Reed Richards because based on fan, watch. just because yeah. the fans wanted it. And if, you know, whoever directs fantastic four doesn't want John Krasinski or if he Krasinski doesn't want to commit to, all role. of what that's going to yeah. be fine. The fans can still get what they want. Um, Brett Goldstein, again, everyone wants more of Roy, but in the MCU. I see. I honestly don't. Were people asking for that though? Like, in all honesty, like besides the I rumors think, okay, I heard, so I don't I think, think I would have ever just been like, yeah, he should just be get tossed in the mix. Like I would never have just been like, who could have played I that? I wouldn't say yeah. it that way, but I think people hear Brett Goldstein is talking to Marvel. People immediately got excited and started fan casting him and like Ad rumors talking could be literally and, anything. Yeah. I mean, Matt Damon had to talk with Marvel so he could play a terrible actor. <laughs> right. Like, um, you know, that there's, there's different things there. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about, a fan castings or even just like fan wishing in general, like the Snyder cut, for example, like, and I, those are two very different yeah. things. So let's just, no, let's yeah, just yeah. talk like casting yeah. first. Cause I think that's on a different casting. level. I don't know. I think it's, I think there's two ways of looking at it. I think honestly, like the fan casting, like wishes if, if everyone thing with Krasinski, like everyone wanted him. I think if Marvel chose anyone else, it would have been fine. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's, they chose Krasinski. It was fine. Everyone loved it. Mm-hmm. I think that, that's just going to go for anything. I mean, I feel like I think there's going to come to it's going to come to a point where if they just really do be given everyone everything they want, like you right. can't to some degree because I mean, I mean they did say that they are the comic universe but i don't know like you kind of got to stick on that storyline you have mm-hmm. all the comics to kind of base off of you have millions of stories you can use at, at hand right so that's why i'm just like i don't know i feel like it's going to be some point where they do kind of just take the fan casting wishes too far and at this point they have like no control because then they're going to cast someone random and they're people are gonna be like yo what the hell was that right you know? And well, I mean, I, I don't know. I think they are still doing great. Like with Amon Villani, who we're going to talk about a lot next week. Yeah. Kamala Khan, like. Dude, she's awesome. She is fantastic. Yeah. She is like, I don't know, just watching her like as a, an MCU fan, like seeing her basically being like me, but actually like being a part of it. Like, yeah. Like, well, like I am so happy like for you because I can imagine mm-hmm. how I would feel like if I got to like yeah. play this insane role. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. To like the the fan desire thing, right? Um, with the Snyder cut, I I love how uh, at the premiere, uh, Taika Waititi said, "Yeah, for anything that was like with all the stuff that didn't make the final cut of the movie, he's like, it just wasn't good enough. We're not, you're never gonna see it." Damn. Like basically saying that there is no. Well, I heard Homeboy Waititi had cut. put a four hour initial like kind of thing that mm-hmm. they then tore apart and made this, which I think is great, but. Yeah, Natalie Portman said that there was like scenes and segments and like full on like battles, everything they shot and like used, and they just never used it. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, dude, I mean, th- this movie should not have been too much longer. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, the Snyder cut, I think in that specific instance, uh, was good. Uh, I mean, the Snyder cut itself still wasn't great but it was exponentially better than the theatrical cut oh yeah Uh, but i I just i really don't like the precedent that's set like that we can just get just complaining what you want version right yeah just go on twitter and scream really loudly and then someone will hear you and 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 even like the morbius situation like they did bring that back it's morbid time they brought it back in theaters because they (laughs) thought people would go see it and like no (laughs) no because they didn't wear their suits to the theater bro you gotta wear the suit. You that gotta bring the boys, and then minions blows up. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. You brought that minions actually, twice this episode. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm honestly like personally like just straight flabbergasted the fact that it oh, has it is blown up. I don't get it. Like I, I could go see that movie, and it's going just to be a, a minion movie. It's not going to be anything yeah. special. But the fact that theaters are selling out, the theaters won't let you walk in with a suit. Because mm-hmm. they think you're gonna do like <laughs> well, and that's and honestly, like I, I don't know, I'm 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 torn on it because from one perspective, like yes, like let's spend and be honest, these are all like children who probably don't have jobs and are spending their right. parents' money. Like if you have money to throw away, it's like money to the theater, right? It's I'm money, cool to, it. money to the theaters. <laughs> so great, like the I mean the theater has come back with a yeah. vengeance post COVID, which I don't think many people were expecting. So no, like on one end, I'm really happy about that. But on the other hand, it's, it's really mm-hmm. concerning. Cause like, what if these studios get the wrong idea? And so they start just making the same terrible stuff to blow up. What if they make a, a, a cor- for example, like a Korg movie, um, I think would be very similar. Like, because the minions, everyone's loves minions because they love that character. Yep. Uh, Korg is like, kind of plays the same role to be honest. Yeah. Like they they could just make a Korg movie and everyone's gonna go see it and they're gonna laugh hysterically because it's a Korg movie. And like, right. but that would be I can't imagine them telling a good story with just Korg. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Tyke can pull something out of his sleeve, but I I, I cannot imagine. I don't think I could handle Korg for two hours. I feel like it's one of those movies I wouldn't do too well. But then, like later in life, if you're just like high and watching, you're like that's the thing. Like it's like a Ted that's, kind of style, like like Ted or sure. Ted too. You know? Sure. Okay. <laughs> But even with like storylines too, like I mean, I'm curious. Like, is if if Secret Wars happens, like I'm mm-hmm. curious, is that because that was always the plan, or is it? Oh, we listen to the fans. The fans really want Secret Wars, um, even though there are literally two of them that are very different. Like, right. which do you do? I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't like the precedent that it sets, and I think Marvel has to be very. While I think that could. For a lot of people, I think that could kind of help them win their audience back, mm-hmm. or like at least a large portion well, of that's them. That's the thing is, if I'm, they do it correctly, mm-hmm. uh, 
I think Marvel's just going to be like, not that they'd be scared to lose their audience, mm-hmm. but I think at some point they are going to cross a line. That's just, they want to keep their fan base. So they just gave them what they want, regardless if it has nothing to do with like the actual right. character story. But then at that point, I feel like they're going to lose a lot of the fan base because they steered way too far away from comics. And well, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I think as, as long as Marvel kind of keeps up their formula, which mm-hmm. another complaint for this movie is that it's very, the same thing we've seen a hundred yeah. times um 29 times actually um yeah you know and even if they keep doing that but like yeah they just keep kind of going off yeah i yeah you can gain some people but you would probably lose some others but to be honest like for us i can't imagine them ever doing something so bad that i would never watch another marvel movie again right like i'm probably going to see every single one until the studio shuts down unfortunately for my wallet but like <laughs> um you know, like, so yeah. I, I like my, my concern is that they're going to start doing these fan castings, right? And we're never going to get an RDJ redemption. We're never going to get Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston, who were unknown actors at the time. We're right. Amon Villiani right now. Yep. We're like, you know, we're not, I want them to keep doing things that we aren't at. We haven't even thought about yet. Um, yeah. It's, I don't think it was in the movies. I'm pretty sure it was in one of the Civil War comic books. Uh, Iron Man talks about how he's a futurist and that means that he needs to plan for the, his goal isn't to create the thing that everyone is asking for. His Mm -hmm. goal is to create the thing that no one knows that they need yet. Um, And that's, that's that's, what Marvel, that's what Marvel, I I, quite honestly, I think that's what Marvel has been doing. I mean, the cinematic universe is, has taken over pop culture, like this this idea. And that was Marvel. Um, Yeah. Marvel has been way ahead of the game on all of this. And my, my hope is that they stick to it. Uh, even if it does mean a little financial loss, uh, yeah. cause quite frankly, you're rolling in billions of dollars. I was saying, it's not going to hurt like, them I if think, they have. Yeah. I think you are okay. Right. Uh, but one of the other things I think that they've done really, really well is like mixing genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like, like we've said, uh, in a, in, a, in a former episode, I don't remember which one. I think it might have been everything everywhere all at once. Uh, we talk about how I hate rom-coms and how you love rom-coms. Yeah. Uh, those are words out of your mouth, whether somewhere out there, yeah, <laughs> somewhere in the universe, uh, those words were spoken. Uh, but like, this is very much like in the style of a rom-com or like winter soldiers yeah. is a spy thriller. Guardians is like a family adventure Mm -hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier is a buddy cop movie like they're all action Marvel movies but they're all like within these different genres right uh are there any is there anything like you want to see more of that we haven't gotten in a while is there anything you want to see let's never do that again I don't think I've seen anything I've just been like do you have anything in mind that you're just like let's never see again no never see again okay no No, see I feel the same way and like honestly I feel like they they've they do a really good mix of things. Like, mm-hmm. like this thing they've touched probably on like every single kind of style and genre that we could get. I just say, keep that up. Like yeah. there's nothing specific I want, but I don't think there's anything I'd turn down mm-hmm. entertainment wise. You know, I would like to see Marvel do another period piece. Like, I mean, you have captain America and then you have captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I would, I, I don't know. I like it like biopics and historical stuff yeah. mostly. So like, I would like to see them do more more of that. That'd be dope. Uh, horror is something that they've like been really diving into. Uh, I wouldn't call this a horror movie, but there were definitely like there's some elements of moments. horror. I mean, yeah. Gore literally said, "Let's take this snake's head off," and like popped it off in front of all those kids. kids. Like, I was like, "Dang, yeah." <laughs> but I mean, also, I mean, you take that also bits and pieces from Multiverse of Madness. Not mm-hmm. as dark as I really thought they were going to go, but still, it was right a taste of things we've never seen and mm-hmm. things like that. And like, I honestly like. I think the perfect mix of like a, like an entry kind of horror, not necessarily entry, but like like Stranger Things season four, that mm-hmm. was dark and very extremely, and, yeah. But also like like I don't do horror. I'm not gonna go like the Black Phone, whatever just came out mm-hmm. with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. I'm never gonna watch that. <laughs> I'm not gonna go see that. Honestly, we're, nope. we're gonna talk about the next. Week nope. On the I kind of want to see. I will probably never go see that. I don't know. I'm not a horror guy, uh-huh. but like, bro, I'll sit, I'll sit down and watch Stranger Things. Like that kind of level. Like, I don't know. It felt a little more like, I feel like Marvel could kind of adapt like that style horror mm-hmm. where you, you, it hits you. Oh, it's this still Marvel movie. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing too dark, too crazy, 
but I just want them to go, yeah, go a little deeper and like the, like they could go psycho. They could go crazy. Right. I kind of hope they do at some point. Well, let me, let me pitch something to you. Okay. Cause this is kind of what I thought the Netflix daredevil show was going to be. And it's what I really hope that she Hulk will be. I just want a, just, uh, I just want she Hulk to like, sure. She's a Hulk, whatever. Right. Uh, but she's just a really great lawyer. And the whole show is just her trying to solve a case. Like, you know, like Aww. suits or better call Saul. I don't need some like, just, that would be dope. Like I, I would better call Saul might be a better example. Yeah. Like just, it's just her being a lawyer. And then she gets these superpowers so she can like defend herself against these super villains and mm-hmm. things that she's like defending against. And I think that's going to be kind of what's going to happen. But like with the Netflix daredevil show, for example, yeah. the first episode, he's like, he's doing like all he's, we're seeing him in the courtroom doing his lawyer thing. He's really great at it. Yeah. He goes out at night and he like gets one lead from being daredevil. And then the rest of the show is just not about being a lawyer at all. He's just right. being daredevil. Yeah. Like I was really hoping and expecting it to be like, he got to start as daredevil because he would like go out at night and he would use his abilities to like get leads and like mm-hmm. get information and like right. fight the good fight, like in the lawyer perspective, how would you feel if like we got these different genres, like okay. a, a political science kind of thing, like with okay. it being suits or whatever. And it wasn't, I mean, maybe it has some action because it's a Marvel movie, but like action is not at the forefront. Like with this, this is an action movie first, mm. but also right behind it is a rom-com. How would you feel like if it was like reversed? I wouldn't want it. You wouldn't want it? I don't think so. I would be. I, I think it'd be interesting if it honestly did what. Because just, I mean, that that's just that's not that's just not Marvel's formula, right? It would be a complete mix up. I I don't think it would do bad. I personally don't think I would want to like. Well, back to our our last our last point though. Yeah. Like, what if that is? What if that is the future? Right? Yeah. But like, they're too scared to try it. They'll adapt. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. I see that as I like if that is the way everything goes, like. Like we've seen, if if something needs to be changed or said, and someone says it, then everything changes. Like it's mm-hmm. going to be if that is the way the things are going to take in the future. If I want to watch Marvel, that's what I'm going to have to watch, kind of a thing. Sure, yeah, you know. I mean, to be honest, they're never going to like go away from action because comics oh, no, sure. are very action based. But there are comics in the Marvel series. Uh, I just talked about the Civil War comic run. Like, there's mm-hmm. a uh, there's a tie into those called um, uh, something. I forget. Uh, Frontline is what it's called, and it's about uh, writers for this paper. And so it's just literally just these writers are like going to these scenes of these battles and like witnessing the stuff happening, and they're writing about it. Like it's just it's just about it's yeah. just about reporters. It's, huh. There's no crazy action sequences other than like we're watching Captain America and Iron Man fight. Like, and it was that's kind of it was dope. so cool. Yeah, or even like an Ultimate Spider Man. One of my favorite issues is like it's just the entire. 20 something pages is Aunt May and therapy just talking about like her life and how terrible it is like in therapy. Mm. Like it's so, so interesting, but I feel like we don't take enough time like in the cinematic stuff to like, right. To dive into just like still the real life. life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it'd be a really weird way to do that because people go to the movie to kind of escape real life. I feel like if you throw too much of that right, in, right. it would be a little, for sure. Not unwanted, not unwelcomed, but it would definitely throw people off. Mm-hmm. But like that that's the thing, though, is one issue in every few hundred, every little storyline, right. give us that. Like, I don't think that would be a problem at mm-hmm. all. Like, yeah, if we, like, even, like, these shows, like, I could just, I could see that. Like, just imagine, like, Daredevil. Like, that would, that would be a show where I could just see, like, if there was an episode in there where it was just, like, just straight, like, therapy or just something going on, like... Mm-hmm. People would sit there and watch. People would definitely watch it, especially mm-hmm. if that's going to give you more like background, backstory, kind of healing style. Like, right? It's probably needed for character development, but it's also like, yeah, it's more relatable. It's mm-hmm. something real. Like, I, I would actually like that a lot if they kind of touched in on that a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think that like that's kind of how I feel like watching Miss Marvel a little I bit. I was just about to say, yeah, Miss Marvel is like really close to that mm-hmm. point because like I feel like I feel like th- there's a very close like. I guess not really. I kind of see like it could like Miss Marvel could have gone two ways where it's like there's Peter Parker. He's got abilities He's picked up by Tony Stark. He's an Avenger. Like he's just a boy got rocketed up that league. Like she's like, Hey, I got power. She's like, I really like these heroes. I want to be a hero, but she just, 
she's just stuck where she's at. She's just a kid. Like she's just, mm-hmm. and it, that that's real. Like she's just, she can't really be doing much. And like, right. That's, that's why I'm just like, dude, that that's like super. Cause like I dude, if I got powers, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know where I would start. I don't know where I would right. go. Like I don't have a Tony Stark just to like hit up or be like, Hey, like sponsor give me, you a dope give suit. me a dope suit. Yeah. Like that's the thing. So that's why I'm like, I, I do like, like miss Marvel for I really like that show that mm-hmm. is done really, really well. And that's kind of like, I like it to be a little more relatable, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they shouldn't. I hope they don't switch anything up unless they like absolutely have to. Yeah. And if they have to, then I think there's something wrong. But that's fair. That that's that's a fair point. Yeah, I'm excited for next week's episode. It's gonna be good on Miss Marvel. I gotta catch uh, up, man. We gotta do that for now. I'm excited for that. Uh, speaking of Miss Marvel, my last my last thought of okay. what could be losing Marvel's audience and what could maybe bring them back. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've have a, they've had eleven MCU projects in the last year, um, okay. and sure, a majority of those are are movies, but right, uh, the shows are not too far behind. Yeah, uh, do you think that there are too many shows, a and maybe like sub subheading like are these shows not are these shows carrying enough value? Is it worth every Marvel fan's time to spend six hours watching all of these shows? I think yes. You think yes? Only because... Yeah, y- yes, they should be, or yes, there's too many? No, yes, yes, they should be. Okay. And I think the main reason is, is because as of now, we only have one season of every show. Mm-hmm. Okay, Loki's getting a second season, which is deserved. It's going to be really well. I don't, I don't have any worry about that, but like... Everything else is limited series. Exactly. And I think that's a really fun part because if they want to give that character a movie or they want to continue the show, they can. But, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a really weird, like, the biggest example that comes to mind is just, like, the Defenders. Like, sure, they were Marvel projects. They were Netflix projects. But, like, those were never going to come to the big screen, really. Like, it just, it had a weird Mm -hmm. mix. I know there was a lot of, like, right issues and things like that. But, like... Like with these, they're they're doing it in a different way. That I don't I don't think it's bad, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I think it's it's worked really well because it is a lot of content. And like a part of me just keeps thinking of that that meme that like I hey, saw a few years ago. That was just like when I'm like 80 years old and my grandkids have to watch like 800 movies and like 97 shows mm-hmm. or something just to understand what I'm talking about. Like at at the time, I was like that is funny. Like that's funny. But now I think the big thing with everyone's fatigue is they realize like bro that that is actually that's that's what i have to do in current time just to catch up and like i feel like i feel that way like just talking about things at work i have to ask i'm like have you seen this show did you watch this movie did you see the second end credit scene of this movie for this and it's just i because i don't want to spoil something but i feel like a lot of people like dude even in this movie when it's it is a core character marvel movie like you know there's post credit scenes half the theater got up and left before Mm -hmm. the first one and i was like like i just want to stand up be like sit down like you're about to miss (laughs) something dope like sit down like you know right but, but like I feel like Marvel's general audience just doesn't doesn't care as much, or like they don't I, think they just do at that point. <laughs> and or I know a lot of people who just watch the movies; they don't really care for the shows, or they'll watch the shows with like, "Oh, I really like Scarlet Witch, so I'll watch Wandavision or yeah. whatever." Like they'll just watch the stuff that they care who about. Doesn't like Scarlet Witch. I mean, Miss <laughs> Marvel is the least viewed uh, show on Disney Plus so far, and, and it's one of the best. And and it's the highest rated, yeah. uh, which I don't know, we'll dive into deeper. We're giving a yeah. lot of teasers for next week. We, yeah. we could just, we just get in two episodes. Pretty much. <laughs> we just repost the same episode. <laughs> it's going to be the same thing. Um, yeah. So like, uh, we'll talk about that more next week, but like, yeah. uh, people are kind of just picking and choosing. And I almost wonder if the risk that Marvel is running into, and if they even care, to be honest, is if, uh, you know, all people like us who, who maybe aren't as passionate as us, but are, are watching everything. Um, I part of me wonders if they're going through what if and thinking, why, why am I watching this right. or moon Knight, Why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. And they're getting burned down and they don't care for the movies. And then you have this other audience that isn't really engaged in the story. Uh, a whole bunch. They just enjoy Taika Waititi's Thor mm-hmm. being a bumbling idiot um, right. for two hours and, that that that's just fun for them kids that just like to see cool lightning action sequences right um so i don't know i i think marvel is going in a direction where a lot of their audience now is i don't want to say now but if they continue in the direction they're going in um without a ton of innovation Mm -hmm. um 
I think that they're going to end up in a spot where sure they're making lots of money, but they don't have the passion of as many fans or the same kind of passion for sure from, from fans. Yeah. Graham, any final thoughts on Thor, love and thunder or Marvel winning back their audience. So many thoughts, man. So many thoughts. I do. We are out of time. Oh no, we definitely are. So give us one. (laughs) I would say, man, I don't know. Honestly, seconds or less. Preferably 30 seconds or less. Goodness. No, I'm just gonna say uh, Thor, love and thunder. Honestly, a really good movie. Uh, we, I walked out of the theater with my wife and she asked me if we should name our first daughter love. <laughs> and then we remembered the show you on Netflix and I was like, let's not do that. But it was a really fun movie. It was super, super cute. I enjoyed it, um, throughout the thing, but I, I don't know how they're going to go. Thor's going to return. They did Thor. let us know. Thor will Thor return. who though. I'm just uh, I heard like a bunch of people say that. Five. They're like, they're like. Chris Hemsworth Thor or Natalie Portman Thor? Which Thor? Because like she's alive, and I was like, no, I mean she's well, she's, I the know, she's dead. She's the mighty Thor, right? But yeah. But anyway, you've been listening to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. That is Graham. Uh, check us out on all of the things: TikTok, Instagram, Patreon. patreoncom slash the Popcorn Hangover, and we will. Uh, oh, first, let us know what your thoughts are on. Uh, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder, whether it be on YouTube or on Instagram DMs, and we will see you next week. Peace.